0: Hello and welcome to the Lost in Position podcast. The draw for the round of 16 for the UEFA Champions League has been made and there are some tasty ties for us to sink our teeth into. Let's not waste any more time. Roll the intro.
1: Let's go.
0: Hello, bonjour, ciao, guten tag. Yes, they are European languages I'm speaking because we are talking about Champions League, Europe, the draw for the final 16. Now, all four English teams have made it through. Of course, my team aren't in it. So I'm going to let you two do the talking today. And we're going to start with Chelsea, who draw Borussia Dortmund in what looks like a very, very enticing tie. Both teams meeting in their first ever European match. Jordan, what are your thoughts on this? And secondly, do you think that Potter is going to be able to wave his magic wand, or is it Avara Cadavera for Chelsea?
1: So, um, definitely a good tie. I was definitely happy. Um, as soon as it got Drew, drawn out of the hat, sorry. And yeah, generally speaking, I, I kind of when we discussed the group stages, obviously Man City reviewing that game. Um, I had some sort of unpleasant words for for Dortmund's defense. Um, I stand by that. However, since me saying that, they have put in a few sort of fairly good defensive performances against Man City. So, my initial response is is definitely out of all the ties. You know, there was potentially you know the likes of PSG in there. That was definitely the sort of the unseeded heavyweight that that everyone would would have wanted to avoid. Um, Although, yeah, Dortmund have have arguably improved defensively, you know, almost stopping Haaland. Um, Obviously, it's a brilliant winner in that game, but the nil-nil away have shown a little bit more defensive solidarity than than previously. Um, So I'm quietly confident. Um, In terms of Potter, obviously, I know our, our last couple of games have been a bit uninspiring. Um, we won't go on too much about the weekend, but so far Potter's performances in the Champions League have actually been very strong. We we you know beat beat AC Milan twice, two clean sheets, um, five 0 in aggregate. So I have to be confident, but I there's a little bit of caution with, with Dortmund. I do think they've improved a bit this season. Um, so it's not 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 quite a banker yet that we'd go through to the next round. Yeah,
2: so. Looking at your draw, I was quite happy and intrigued to see it because you were giving me stick while City were playing Dortmund, saying you should be winning this very comfortably, probably like suggesting it should be 5 nils. really, saying Dortmund's defence is awful, you should just be doing it. So I'm now going to be giving you stick when you play Dortmund because you haven't scored in the first five minutes. And even if you do, I'll be like, you should have scored two. So you will get that from me. But if you're looking at the draw, you've got to be happy with it because really I think all English clubs were just like, just not not PSG and go with anyone else. Really, I think the rest of the draws were fairly reasonable because really the two big hitters are PSG and Liverpool and none of the English clubs could get Liverpool. So it was just that PSG. But, yeah, so they're, I think Dortmund are sitting about fourth in the league, something like that, the fourth in the yeah, German fourth. league. So they've not been, you know, out of this world, sort of normally they'd be second, but it is quite tight up there and they're only three points off um, Bayern, which normally in the season they're probably about five or six. So you can say they've probably done a bit better. Um The one person you've got to look out for is Jude Bellingham. He seems to love the Champions League. He's scored, I think it was four or five in a row. So he's also popping up with goals, not just good performances. But it will be, see, it'll be interesting to see because Potter should have had time then to integrate his plan. Obviously, you've got the World Cup break where he can integrate some of his plan, but when players aren't there, you can't fully... Fully sort it out, but you've still got time before the February fixture. So I probably will also agree. I think you probably will go through, but I actually do think it'll be quite close. And I think you'll be at home on the second leg and that might just push you through. But if you're playing them now, I'd actually say it's a 50 50 because I don't think you're performing that well.
1: And I agree. Yeah. I, I didn't want to touch on the weekend, but like, you know, the the last two games, the the performances we've put in against Arsenal and, and Brighton, we probably would lose to Dortmund if we played like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of relieved it's not next week and it's in Feb. And I think the sides, as, as the chairman, Chelsea chairman come out today and said, like, you know, you've got a transfer window in between, you've got a World Cup. There's a lot of moving parts, so it could be two completely different teams come come Feb.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um Maurice, what do you make of the draw?
0: Yeah, I think I think Chelsea will be pleased with that. I know they're seventh in the league, but plenty of time to turn some form around by the time they meet in February. I think I think the home leg is probably gonna be the most crucial thing for Chelsea. You know, Dortmund are gonna attack, that's all they know. So even if Dortmund are to beat you at their place, you know, make sure that the job is done at home. That's all it all it needs to be. So I think, I think Chelsea will be quite relieved and I think they'll have enough in them to, to progress. So just moving on then from, from one part of Germany to another, let's talk about the other draw, which involves Leipzig, who managed to get your team, Jamie, Man City. Now, both of you met in the group stage last season, sharing 12 goals between you in two of those games. So are you hoping for another goal fest?
2: No, because I can't deal with it. We're having goal fest, and we normally get knocked out. If you look at Real Madrid, it was a goal fest. In the past, Monaco was a goal fest. Spurs was a goal fest. And we've all come out. We've come out get being knocked out of all of them. So actually, no. I want it a one-sided 5-0 win <laughs> just to not have to deal with the, you know, the heartbreak that seems to keep happening in the Champions League. So... Um-
0: just on that, then Jamie. Then so absolutely right. I can understand avoiding the goal, goal thing. Are you are you confident going in against Leipzig? Because despite their horror start in the Champions League, losing it, I believe they lost at home to Shakhtar Donetsk four one, which cost Dominico Tedesco his job. They then went on to lose to Real Madrid in the second game, two uh, 0 away. But then they won the rest of their games, and that included a home win against Real Madrid. You know, and then beating Shakhtar in their own backyard four 0 so this team have goals. They've got talent in Cuckoo and Olmo and players like
2: that. Are you confident on this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. to be honest, I'll be confident against most teams, I think, because I, we are one of the best teams in the world, just with a Champions League or without a Champions League. We still are. But I think it comes down to how we do at their place. They seem to be a much better home team than away team. I know you mentioned the Shakhtar Donetsk, but Shakhtar Donetsk aren't one of the world beaters kind of thing. And they technically aren't playing at home, I don't believe. So it's a bit of a bit of a one where it's a neutral ground instead. But if you look at their sort of in-them games, they beat Dortmund at home 3-0. But then the week after, they lost away to gladback 3 3-0 as well. So it's kind of... If if City go and even get a draw in Leipzig, I'll be very confident for us to go through because we're going to we'll beat them at home. Um, so that's where I'd be quietly confident. Um, we should be if we're going on to try and win this. We've got to be beating Leipzig. Really, no disrespect to them, but they're one of the teams where we should be try- we should be beating. Mm. And I think we I think we will. Think you goal. It could be a goal fest, but I, like I said, I don't want it to be, but you don't always get what you want. No, nah. but the first leg is away
0: from home, which could be a tricky one, but even if you were to lose that 1-0, I don't think don't think you'd be too stressed about it. Jordan, what do you think? Uh,
1: similar thoughts on, on City's draw. Uh, again, similar to the Dortmund, I, I guess you'd argue, a few months ago, you probably would have said 100% confidence. Um, I do think they've improved recently, as you said, under, under the new manager, beating Real Madrid. They've looked a bit sharp, a bit more clinical in games. Uh, again, league form w- with most of the German teams, it's a similar story with their league form. Very inconsistent, um, unless you're Bayern Munich. But for me, again, yeah, nothing too different to what you guys have said. Um City, you know, even if they if they lost one 0 in the first leg, they'd still back themselves to get back. So I it's hard to see. It, it would be a mega, mega upset for City to go out and it would be absolutely hilarious. But um I don't think it's gonna happen. Um unless we uh unless we get a miracle from the uh from the Chelsea boys, Timo Werner and Cuckoo couple of hat-tricks from them would be, uh, would be a good good story.
0: I'm sure it would be. Um, so let's look at some of the other ties in this um, round of 16 Then, of course I think we're going to have to start at probably the most mouthwatering in one of the lot, uh, no respect to you two, but um, where we see last season's runner-up Liverpool draw last season's champions, Real Madrid. Now that means of course one of the finalists can't make it to the final, but which team is it going to be that's going to progress out from there? Let's start with you, Jamie.
2: So, yes, yeah, a great draw to see. And it's one where if you're not them two, you want these teams to be knocking each other out, really, before you get to the sort of latter stages. So, yes, yeah, it's a good draw from a City side and Jordan probably agree on a Chelsea side. Um, what I think Liverpool are happy with is it's not coming soon because... They, I think they're going to. I think in the after the World Cup, they will probably turn their form around, and they do love a sort of they do do well. Again, they seem to be doing well against the sort of bigger clubs. Like they've beaten City, they've just gone and beaten Spurs. So it's ones where you know you've got to be. They still be up for it. It's a game they can easily get up for. They don't need to worry about form things like that. However, normally their second legs are at home at Anfield so it doesn't matter how they do away but this time it's the other way around so they've got to get i think they've got to get a good result in the first leg to see them go through otherwise it could be a bit of a problem with them because we've seen what real madrid do in second legs i've seen it jordan's seen it <laughs> it's it despite you thinking you're actually doing better than them they can come out of nowhere Obviously, Benzema hasn't been in the same form as last year, but that's no discredit to him. He was just that good last year. So it's they're still top of the table in La Liga, I believe. So it's still a, it's a tough draw. But when you come second in your group, this is what you deserve. You deserve to be playing a big team. And when three of the other three
1: English clubs come top, it really limits your choices. Um, I agree. I, I can't wait. And we'll get on to the other ties, but just looking at the fixtures, like genuinely there is some mega, mega ties in here and really interesting matchups. And this is probably, yeah, this is without a doubt one of the highlights, the final rematch. Um, and it's hard, it's, it's hard to assess. Not again, as we said earlier, it's hard to predict and, and, and genuinely make a prediction considering that form and everything, injuries will have turned around by next year. So for me, I can't wait to watch it. I do agree. I think Liverpool being um at home in the first leg doesn't do them doesn't do them the favours that they're used to. And I do think if Real Madrid can go and not lose there, I do think that Real Madrid will go through. Um again, this is a Liverpool team who who can turn it on though on a dime. Like the beat city. You know, they, although Napoli was a dead rubber, they beat Napoli, who were unbeaten all season. Um, who else did they beat? You know, Rangers 7-1 away. Like, this is a Liverpool team. You cannot write this Liverpool team off in Europe. Like, it's going to genuinely be a 50-50 for me. And I'd struggle at this point to even call it either side, but can't wait to watch it. Yeah,
0: I'd agree. I think Liverpool might not come out, actually. I think. I think they'll have this one, and there won't be the pressure of the final that might that might hurt them. though. No, I think I think they could do it, and I think with Salah's form at the moment, I think he could be a real real threat to this Real Madrid team, who to me aren't exactly the team that we saw last season. They're good, but I wouldn't say they're better. Anyway, let's move on to our final English team in the draw. Then before we look at the others, um, and that's Spurs who have drawn AC Milan. Italian champions, AC Milan, in a repeat of the 2010-2011 uh, Champions League game between these two teams, which Tottenham actually were successful, winning the first leg 1-0 at the San Siro and then holding firm to draw 0-0 with Milan to knock them out. What do we think about this one? Both teams aren't exactly set in the world alike. Um but it's a good opportunity for either team rear to really make make some good progress. Uh, Jordan, let's start with you. What do you think about this one? Who do you see going through?
1: Again, for me, I just touched on it. I'm excited to watch some of these games. And this, for me, is in terms of like tactics and how close the teams are, I think this is up there. I genuinely think that AC, I think, I don't know, bookies would probably have Spurs as favorites to go through this tie, right? But I'm not convinced. And I said this in the group stage and obviously they won their group. Um, but I do think Milan, I think this is going to be a re- very, very good game. Milan, look, they've not been at their best and Spurs will be looking at, at, at the fact we beat Milan 5-0 in aggregate over two legs and go, watch that. <laughs> Just do that. However, I under Conte, Spurs, I think are more inclined to sit deep They're not going to go out and attack um, Milan like we did. And I think this is going to be, in both legs, a very tactical, bit of a slow-paced, you know, like a game of chess almost. Both teams, you know, it might not be the most attractive watch in terms of entertainment and goals. I think this is going to be right down to the wire. I look at this as a game that could probably go, you know, to extra time and penalties, but no, nonetheless, I'm I'm looking forward to this one as well. Um, yeah, battle of the battle of the masterminds, I think for that one. No, it's quite an interesting one. Obviously,
2: there's a bit of spice with Inter, sort of Conte managing Inter, but that kind of. And then you've had you've had um or well, nearly a fight before. I think it was so and the assistant manager at Spurs. I remember it kicking off before for that so there could be an, like an added spice just from a few few years ago kind of scenario but in terms of it i don't i do agree i don't actually think it's going to be the most exciting watch but i think it's going to be one of the very close games and i think if spurs are playing like they are now i don't think they'll go through but i think if spurs go out in the january window and sign a right back that Conte wants, I think they'll be fine. I don't think AC are going to be, and I, I don't think Spurs are brushed them away. But I feel like if they have that, because in my opinion, Emerson Royal is useless and shouldn't be anywhere near that team. And even Spurs have got a song about him saying he can't defend, and he can't attack. Sort of like that's what sums it up. So I do feel like if they sort out that one problem, and I think that. Then they're still. They also got time with Conte. They're building into his system. That's where I feel like they'll just beat Milan. It might be a draw in one home win kind of scenario, but I think they'll go through. Even though at the moment they're not showing, or they're showing that they can play for forty-five minutes in the second half. And if you look at their past two games against Liverpool and Bournemouth,
1: but. I think that they've just got enough to go and beat AC. I think Liao on your on your 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 point about right back. I mean, Liao will absolutely cause Emerson or, or Doherty nightmares if they don't sign a player. I think we had the fortune at, uh, of of Reece James obviously being fit at the time, and he kind of did well to to nullify Liao. But Liao against uh, a questionable right back. Will give Milan a serious chance of progressing, and I think you're right. Maybe Spurs need to look at that come January.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. It's definitely a tough tie this one. Um, I mean, I think Spurs be a little bit more relieved at the away leg, well, that the first leg is away from home, because normally you can do your damage in the second leg because you know where you stand, and you know it's a bit bit easier. I think. I think Liao will cause them problems, but I don't see them having enough quality to probably beat Spurs over the two legs. But it depends. If if they come out all guns blazing and beat Spurs 3 0, then it could be, you know, good night. But I think Spurs will look to take it to the home the home leg, I think. I mean Milan will be there for the taking, as Jordan said, you know, Chelsea are able to beat them comfortably. So I, I, I personally think, yeah, it's gonna be a real tough one, but Spurs should progress there. They should. Okay, and let's look at the other one then not involving any of the home home nation teams. And I think we need to start off with, of course, PSG versus Bayern Munich. So as we've said, looks like one of the big guns is going to be going early. Um well, will be going early in this case. Uh PSG, Bayern Munich, both teams very good, but both teams have shown very patchy performances as well. Uh Jamie, would you make it this tight and who do you see going
2: through? Um, Well, you say that about Bayern and and Apache. They did win every game in their group and it was meant to be, you know, the group of death really as such and they conceded only two goals. So I think they know how to switch on. I think the league form, yeah, I agree. It's not been the best from what we've seen. Normally there would be more points clear by now, really. Um, PSG... (sighs) Shouldn't be second. It's uh, it's an absolute freak that they're there in that pot. They they're probably still in disbelief that they're, they they finished second after a six one win at Benfica uh, for Benfica. Like it was utter utter madness that it had to go to something like the third or fourth rule just to get just to decide who come first and second. So they. They're sort of like they are in pot two, but uh, sorry, like in the second unseeded, but they are a seeded side. So, this is where I don't really think either have performed badly. So, I think it's going to be such a great, it's going to be such a big tie that either team could go on and win this competition as well. So, that's where it's like big, exciting. But I think Bayern just know when to turn it on. And I think it's hard because you say both teams can both teams should be winning their league comfortably, really, so they can both rest players when they want. And actually, something I didn't we didn't say about it, the English clubs is we go straight back into our fixtures after the World Cup, whereas the other teams, so in Germany, I believe in the French League as well, they get a bit of a rest. So that could benefit them by the time it comes to February. That they've got less minutes under them, and they'll be a bit fresher. Um, in terms of where I see this going, I think it's whether Messi and Neymar actually turn up. If both turn up, they'll go through. If one turns up, it I, I, it's such a it's such a tight one for me. I'm going to go with Bayern to go through, but with the magic that Messi and, and Neymar and Mbappe can do, it's, you can never properly rule them out, really. But if, whether it's the lack of the other positions that calls it.
1: Yeah. I, again, similar. Can't wait. Can't wait to watch this game. It's so tactical. You know, you've got to... I guess you've got to make the case for Bayern's pedigree. Well, they've not won the Champions League for a good few years. They've got that experience. They've been to, you know, they've been to the finals. They've they've won it. I do think as well. You know, you look at Madrid last year and the the teams they beat to win it. You don't. That's not normal. Like the reason they got through, the reason they could survive in those games is that European pedigree they've got. They've been there, they've done it so many times. And, and I do think, again, we, we talk about Man City, why why haven't they done it? And I do think it is that lack of sort of European, you know, whatever you want to call it. There, there's something to that. And Real Madrid proved it last season. So I think you've, you've, you've got to give Bayern a bit of an edge on experience, but I'll be different. And I, I think Messi's coming to the end of his career... Some would say, you know, he's past it. He's maybe recent performances and stats would, would suggest otherwise. But I'm gonna go PSG. I do. I, I, there's no reason other than the front three. I do think Mbappe this season looks sharp as ever, scoring well. He's constantly. So again, mouth watering I'm gonna go just PSG to get through, and that will be a big, big statement from them.
0: Yeah, I'd probably agree with Jordan. I think PSG might do it. I think, I think I know. I said like both teams do have that odd game in them to to do things. And I think, by minute, you're right. They are a big, big game team. You know, they that the group of death and they absolutely smashed it comfortably. Um, and I think again, it could be like a home leg sort of decides it all. But I think when PSG's front three are on form, they're unstoppable. And I think as long as they don't implode, they'll they'll be okay and I think that they'll look at this if they can beat Bayern who Bayern of course beat them in the in the final a couple of years ago if they can beat Bayern I think they'll have the confidence to go through and they could get a favourable tie as well you know in that next in their next bit so I'm going to say PSG but only just but it might actually be the most eventful game probably of the lot. Um, I'll move on to the next one then so just just quickly then we've got We've got about three other games just to cover. I'll start with the next one. We've got Inter Milan-Porto. Quite a strange one here. I think many of us probably see that as a bit of a uh, a dull sort of game. But, you know, FC Porto won their last four games in that group to go through, playing some good football. They're, they're looking good, um, not doing too badly. Inter Milan have an issue with defending, which you wouldn't think you'd hear that with an Italian team. I think Porto could go through, but do either of you... Agree or disagree with me on that, Jamie? let's start with you? Um,
2: yeah, it's a tight one. However, yeah, I'm I'm gonna back Inter, but it's gonna be yeah, I think it's gonna be quite a low scoring fixtures. That like it's gonna be one nil here, one nil there, something along them lines. Potter did well, but they wouldn't, wouldn't say it was the most difficult group. They had a very very big underperforming Atletico Madrid. Um, then Leverkusen and Club Bruges—they're not ones that you know are setting going to set the world alight. So for them to top the group wasn't that surprising. With the Atletico, everyone would have predicted them, but yeah. But I think Inter getting through in the same group as Barca, I think was sort of real. will showed showed they can do it. So I'm
1: going to go with an Inter Inter going through. Yeah, I I do agree. I think they've just got a little bit more sort of star quality in a tight... Again, I don't think there's going to be... I I think it will be another tight game, if I'm being honest. I don't see either side running away with it. But in those big moments, Inter have got the players, I think, who will dig them out and and get them. Albeit it might be scrappy, but I do think Inter will edge through. Um, Porto, I mean, they've put in some good shifts, but they're just not a team who who really can go the distance anymore in the Champions League. They're just not quite good enough, in my opinion. So, for me, Inter Milan. Okay, dokie then. And uh Frankfurt
0: versus Napoli. I think we could probably agree that there will be goals in this one. Um To me, I'm not completely sold on Frankfurt, but they somehow seem to be... There all the time. I think Napoli will do it, um, and I think they should do it even in the first leg. But that I reckon there could be goals in this one. What do you think, John?
1: Hundred percent. Um, I, I I see it being high scoring both legs. Um, Frankfurt are just so bad defensively. Like you know, we've we've got to remember this is a side who what you know eighth in the German league, as we said. They did win Europa, so maybe you could argue they've shown a bit of, you know, European pedigree. Obviously, we're we're talking in different leagues here, but I I just I, I can't make a case for them to get through this game. You know, Napoli have been absolutely phenomenal, the most informed team in the world at the minute. Um, they just keep winning, and. I actually do think this game, assuming Napoli's form continues into next year, um, I think this could be one of the most one-sided ties in there. And I do think Napoli could, could seriously give, well, just just ruin Frankfurt fans' life by beating them, you know, four or five, five goals potentially, assuming they're on the form.
2: Well, I think that's quite interesting, actually, because I don't think Napoli are going to be in this form you've got to remember that kind of thing. The form they're in now isn't what they are in February and I think it's unlikely they're going to be in this form and Napoli do have a case of crumbling away towards the end of the season. Um, If they're going for the title as well, they could be, you know, your sort of head turned to what's more important. Is it the Champions League that they're realistically not going to win or or the actual Serie A? So it's one of them where they could go, you know what, our focus should be on the league. They obviously won't put out a poor side or anything like that, but they could be sort of thinking, we need to win Saturday or Sunday to go and win that. But with Frankfurt, we said this all last year in Europa, we said, oh, they're playing this team, they're going to get knocked out. They're playing that team, they're going to get knocked out. And they kept, kept and kept going. So they're showing resilience. Um, So I actually think, I'm going to go with the upset and go with a Frankfurt to go through. Bold. It's a, I think it's a bold call, especially on Napoli's
1: different, form. Yeah. No, different, yeah league, different league. Different league.
0: Yeah, very large. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, then let's talk about the last one then. I think this is actually the interest, one of the most interesting because I think whoever wins out of these two teams could actually go pretty far. Um, and this is Club Bruges versus Benfica. Benfica, who... You know, held their own in a group with the Juventus in PSG and topped it um, without losing. You know, drawing both games of PSG. I think, I think Benfica will win this, and I think they'll probably surprise a few along the way. You know, we could see them get to the semi-finals here at the very least. Um, what
2: do you two think? So this, yeah, it's quite an interesting one, isn't it? Like it's the it's the game that both I think both clubs will be very happy that they've got each other, um, to progress. Um, Club Bruges, to be honest, were looking like they're actually going to go and top the group, which was quite sort of surprising, considering, like, everyone thought they're probably going to get knocked out and it's going to be Atletico and Porto, but they were doing very well, um, like we. The thing is, what I'm looking at is Porto have topped it gone through and then you've got Benfica, who are in pretty much the same form as that, sort of Napoli, but they're in their league. So I think Benfica will go through and I think they'll be quite comfortable, actually. I think it might be tight in one of the games, probably in the leg that Club are at home and then Benfica will blow them away. Um, In terms of what you're saying, Reese, about going to the semi-finals or going further, really, it really depends on the draw and until we know that, I think it's hard to say who's going to go where because they could get a favourable side of the draw, then yeah, definitely. But they could be, you know, drawn in the worst possible side and get knocked out quite comfortably.
1: Yeah, I, I think Benfica will have too much class for, for Club Brugge. And, and look, Club Bruges to even be in the knockout stages is is monumental for them. Um, they'll, they'll treat it like a cup final, as, as you know, as these teams should. But as you said, this is a Benfica side who have held their own against PSG. Um, they're in sensational form in, in the Portuguese league. There's not really a blemish on their record this season so far. Um, again, we, we've made the point about Napoli... Will they be in this form come come Feb? Absolutely. Um, because, you know, no disrespect, but the Portuguese League, you know, there's sort of maybe two, three teams who could really give you a run for your money. A lot of the other teams are not quite there yet. Um, so for me, Bruges, fair play for getting here. You've got to remember, they, they've put Atletico Madrid out, who we all know their history and, and everything else. So huge credit to them for even getting to this stage. But Benfica, I think, again, could could probably overwhelm them.
0: There we go. And that is that. The three experts have spoken. Well, experts in inverted commas. (laughs) I think that's it for today. But Jordan, would you like to sign us off as usual?
1: As always, that wraps us up for another edition. Let us know your thoughts. But like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.